Hello guys, it's Ball Game Times again. All the football content you need delivered right to your doorstep. I'm joined in here by my friend Mubarak. Yeah, um, this is going to be especially dedicated to FPL. So all of our FPL managers out there, for those in the league already, kudos to you all. We see what you're doing right there. It's a bit of a tosso. Thankfully, I'm in the top 10. 64 players this time. I haven't had the best starts, unfortunately, at 31 right now. Basta is actually a very good player on FPL. At the time my bro was number one in the world, he was going to go crazy. <laughs> How is that even possible? It's crazy. It, is, it was crazy. That was probably uh, three seasons ago or two or three seasons ago. I can't remember exactly, but it was the season where Liverpool won the Champions League. The occasion that happened was extra special because that same game week we played against Man United. Shakiri came on as a sub and scored two goals. And that lifted me up to be on top of the world, and it was mental. Unfortunately, though, at the time, I wasn't able to grab a reward or something from FPL because yeah, I, I, I say that. yeah, because I used bench boost. They they changed the rules. Before, it doesn't matter if you used any of the uh, uh, yeah, any of the chips. Yeah, any of the chips. Doesn't uh, matter, bro. The fact that you could be number one in the world, I think that's something, man. Yeah, it was something. I still have the screenshot from that day. When Shakiri left, I actually left a message to his Twitter account. I had to say it. I had to tell him that that game was magnificent for me personally to be the top manager in the world for that week. We we're actually talking about a question before we stepped on the mic, um, which is about wildcarding. Are you wildcarding this week? Are you uh, not? I am because uh, usually at the beginning of every season, the very first three or four rounds, you get a better understanding of who are the best players. Like right now, I was torn apart by the West Ham performance. I didn't even have Antonio or Ben Rahma, but because of the performance they've been showing, I had to bring at least one of them. Doing a wild card at this time is very useful because it's also after international break where you get lots of injuries and players not sure if they're going to play or not. So it's the perfect time. And of course, we've just had a big signing in Cristiano Ronaldo to Man United. So yeah. it's a must-do. Wildcard is a must-do right now if you want to improve your team. I actually am wildcarding too. And that was because my goalkeeper was injured, the Aston Villa goalkeeper, Martinez. Mm -hmm. And um, one of my defenders as well. Sanchez from Spurs, he got injured, so I had to get a replacement. So I've had to use my wild card and it's looking decent. I have started all right, <laughs> top yes. 10. I have yes. Antonio. I had um, Ben Rahma last week, but that was the week he decided to blank. A bit of bad luck, but I take that. Yeah, let's talk about the best options for the game week. Let's start with the goalkeeping. Who do you think are the goalkeepers that are more capable of getting points? Right now, you have to look at the Brentford goalkeeper, Raya. I think he has started the season very well. Started comfortably against Arsenal. Kept a clean sheet in that game. And I think he kept a clean sheet in the second game. I can't recollect which team it was against, but that was a clean sheet as well. He considered in the last game. But the next game week, I think they have a game against Brighton, which is a good fixture. Brentford play at home. So yeah. it's a good fixture for them to, to get a clean sheet. Actually, I have... Um, the Wolves goalkeeper, 
keep in mind I got him in f- if, if you're trying to to use a wild card uh, try to choose a goalkeeper that's going to be for the long term not only short term so yeah i'm looking at i'm looking at the wolves goalkeeper because i think wolves have a very good couple of games coming up like the next six seven game weeks look very comfortable for them so that's a bit long term even even for the wolves goalkeeper wolves haven't had the best of luck recently he's a good goalkeeper but when we talk long term you need to have someone who's reliable every single week so if i'm going to use a wild card i'm going to invest in a goalkeeper at least 5.5 or a 5 million someone like loris for example Loris is about 5.4. No, yeah. Thinking. No, he's he's 5.6 right now because a lot of people transferred him in. There are a lot of options. Loris for me stands out. So, he should be a very good option. Let's talk about the defender. Right now, if someone is trying to do a wild card, having Alexander Arnold in your team is a must. He's quite expensive, but getting him is going to be useful for your team long term. You could say he's probably the best right back in the whole world. And we've seen uh, last couple of seasons the, the points returns he's been ha- having was magnificent. So having him in your defense is a must. Would you agree? Yeah, of course. Arnold, great player. I don't know what he was doing in midfield for England, but that's tough for another day. But yeah. great right back, as you said. I've had him in my team from the start of the season. I mean, it's a no-brainer for me. If you don't have Trent on your squad, then it's a long thing for you because Trent, sure. he gives you attacking returns even as a defender. Sometimes Liverpool can keep clean sheets and he can also get in the attack, get a goal or get a cross in for one of Sadio Mane or Salah or even Jota Firmino to get in on. So great yeah. asset to always have every day of the week. Going on, as another options, uh, getting a defender from Spurs or from Brentford, the teams that have the higher chances of getting a clean sheet is also, I wouldn't say a must, but also a good thing to consider. Um, I got Dyer because he's just for 4.6. Yeah. Since I have Trent already, I think that's enough attacking threat from defence, which isn't even saying some of these centre-backs cannot go get a header on goal and, and get a goal as well. Or if I'm looking for attacking returns from a defender, I already have Trent. So that's like the best source for that kind of quality in the league. Barring Alonso from Chelsea, who is also on top form. The thing yeah. about Alonso is uh, you don't, you're not guaranteed. He might be dropped for Chilwell for whatever reason. The only defender I would pick from Chelsea and not worry about would be Rodiger. Even though he doesn't have that much of an attacking return, he's a solid defender and he can get you clean sheet points. I actually have Christensen right now on my save. Yeah, Christensen also can can be can be another option, but Rudiger is a more reliable option. Having more than one defender who is an attacking threat can be very useful as well. Someone like Regalon, for example, or someone like Shaw, especially after the arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo, it's going to be a very good option. He's going to be spamming crosses and Cristiano's going to be there for the header. So there's an option to keep in mind. Uh, going on, more of a cheaper option. I would highly recommend getting Jansen from Brentford. He's also been very good recently and Brentford form defensively has been quite good. So we don't know if they're going to keep it up, but for now, he's a very good option. Uh, as for the other defenders, getting someone like in the region of 4 million, 4.1 million and who's guaranteed to start can be very good to have as an option from the bench. Would you agree? Yeah, I have Daniel Amate filling in a position like that for me. It actually was Shimikas for Liverpool, 
But since um, Robertson is back now, some people still saying Robertson could start from the bench, which means Shimikas could actually get the nod to start at Leeds on Sunday. But for now, I have a matter on my squad. I'm waiting until when there is a news conference, when Jurgen Klopp talks about the team is going to parade. If I there think, is any I think hint, he already he already had a, a conference today. Start. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. And if there is any hint, Shimikas is going to start. Then Shimikas comes straight right back into my team. Fair enough, fair enough. And um, another option for defence, I think Connor Cody would be one good option from Wolves. Or if you can get getting another Wolves defender, good for yeah. you. But Connor Cody is very cheap, 4.5 million. The next six games, on paper, they look very good for them. So True. Getting yeah, a, a Wolves player in your team can be very beneficial. Fair enough. Let's talk about the midfield. Of course, having someone like Salah is a no-brainer, so we're not going to discuss about him. Let's talk about Mason Greenwood. Concerns that he might be dropped for Sancho or Rashford, but I don't see that happening, especially with the form he's having. So having him on your team is a very big asset. Would you agree? Yeah, of course. I've always been playing the same rhythm about Mason Greenwood. Funnily enough, I've not had him on my team, but after the wild in, I have him on my team right now. As you said, good player. If you listen to what the manager says about him, you know this is a player that would start a lot of games this season. But since Ronaldo is in the squad, we're thinking how that's going to affect the dynamics of how Manchester United play. And that's especially why Fernandez is the most transferred player from FPL teams around the world right now. Because you are looking at Ronaldo, he's probably going to be on penalties, he's going to be on free kick duty as well. So maybe that drops the likelihood of people having Fernandez on their squad at the moment. Yeah, but um, if you're looking for attacking returns, I think Greenwood is a good option. I might as well end up selling him because um, I'm also thinking maybe having two players from Manchester United in the attacking third is a bit of a gamble. But then if I'm looking at the personnel behind that, I'm looking at Ronaldo, who, in my opinion, if you have any fantasy team and you don't have Ronaldo on it, talking about Premier League 2021, yeah. That's not a fantasy team. <laughs> right now, I'm actually torn in between Lukaku and Ronaldo. I don't know which one is a better option. Ronaldo is a must-have, but we still haven't seen him back in the league. It would be a lot more wise to wait for at least one more game week to see how is he settling in. Of course, this is Ronaldo we're talking about. He shouldn't be in that debate, but Lukaku has also been extremely dangerous. So there's a case of 50-50 between the two. What I'm doing right now, bro, is I am looking at Lukaku. I know what he's capable of. But I'm actually looking at game week seven. That's why I'm targeting because I think Chelsea have a decent run of fixtures because that's what I'm trying to do this season. I'm trying to look at the run of fixtures they have as to what I used to do previously uh, of looking at the season as a whole. I'm trying to look at it as the next five fixtures, the next six fixtures. How is it for them? That's how I'm trying to buy players this season. And if I'm going by that, I could wait for game week seven. And when West Ham get into Europe, then we are going to know whether or not West Ham are going to stay consistent. And Antonio yeah. is always in the pinnacle of West Ham playing good or bad. If West Ham run out of form, then I can bring in Lukaku and shuffle up my midfield just so I can have Ronaldo and, and Lukaku. Lukaku. Oh, that, would be some, that, would, that would be some striking force. <laughs> I'm not going to save right. my team. So I'm going to keep that. <laughs> I've already said a couple of options, but 
I'm gonna save most of them until the game restarts. I'm only giving suggestions for who are the better players to choose. We discussed I'm sure the about smart enough to decode some of the players from our teams. Yeah. Which they of course apply to them. <laughs> their own team. And we'll see how it goes on Fantasy Premier League. Yes. So we just talked about Greenwood as an option. There's also a very good option in Sun, but we don't know if he's gonna be able to play. Because having Son in your team, especially right now with the form Spurs is in right now, is a must-have. But I've heard that he might not feature in the next game, so he might be an option for the future. But if you're doing a wild card, getting Son in your team could be very useful. Even if you could put him on the bench for, for the time being and then wait for him to return to match fitness. Uh, a case can be set for Diogo Jota as well, Ferran Torres even though Guardiola is not reliable when it comes to players but so far he's been playing as a striker if I'm not mistaken for differentials you could look at uh, Ismail Asar, Demirai, Gray who else? Help me out I think those are about the options Yeah. Demirai Gray has a very very good game uh, let me see also the Rahma. the Rahma is also very good, but right now he's he has like a 31% select, uh, selection ownership. ownership. Yeah, so he's not a he's, differential. He's not a differential. Oh, could actually also be a differential, Ferran Torres. Mason Mount. Mason Mount yeah. is also a big shout. Grealish is good, but hasn't really convinced me a lot so far. There are a lot of good options. Rafinha from Leeds. Yeah, uh, that's also another differential. Yeah. But right now, the bigger differentials could be Ismail Assar, Demarai Gray, maybe Harvey Barnes. A lot of options in the midfield, so you can get your team around most of the players we've just mentioned. Going to the front, we're going to wrap up after that. Uh, Do you have Ronaldo though? I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to wait to see. Antonio, with the form he's in, is a must-have. If you don't have Antonio right now, it's going to be a big blow for you, as, as it was for me. Because I haven't had him, my ranking right now is not the very best. Danny Ings is a big shout. Uh, yeah, but um, Aston Villa have a run of fixtures. It still goes back to the run of fixtures stock, bro. True, true. Aston Villa have a very difficult run of fixtures. And it's kind of tricky because Danny Ings, the kind of player he is, he might end up scoring in those big games. But to be extra safe, because that's what this game is all about in the end. You need to try to be as safe as possible. True. So maybe Danny Ink right now, you could free up some cash just to get Ronaldo in. Maybe, yeah, that's true. But we're talking also long term. So he can be a, an option for long term. Calvert Lewin, he's also a very good option. Jimmy yeah. Vardy, of course. The big names, the usual big names, Ronaldo, Kane, Lukaku, Vardy are, are always a good options to have. It's just something about Leicester this season. I think their attack is a bit forced. I'm looking at their bench and I'm seeing Kelechi Hianacho, who I said was a good option to have, a differential option to have at the start yeah, of the season. He had he had but a ben very Arugis good season has, last season. Yeah, Ben Rodgers has decided to play only Jamie Vardy up front. Yeah. Also, Richarlison can be a very good option as well. Bro, Richarlison or... has played the most football of everybody else in yes. Premier League football. I think he needs a rest, and, and that's why I have not bought him on FPL. Funnily enough, I'm not wishing that he gets injured, but the amount of football that brother is playing, bro. I understand. He played in the Olympics. I don't know if he played in. The... He played in the Copa America. Copa and America Daniel. as well. Oh yeah. yeah. So. It's but insane. He, he, but he's still going strong. Everything actually got 
Salomon Rondon, so that could be an option, a differential option even. Salomon Rondon? Yeah. When he plays under Rafa, he's always a danger. So let's wait and see how it goes. Yeah, but we're, we're trying to get players who are guaranteed to be starting and guaranteed to have points returns. Not necessarily, because yeah, for my team, fine. I have a player from Leeds United. He's, not, he's never going to get to start, but I, I just I have know, him to feel. I think I know who you're talking about. Is it Greenwood? Yeah, Greenwood, <laughs> 4.5 million. Just I, to have, some. I have him too. I only had him yeah. because of the name. He, his name yeah. sounds cool. That's it. <laughs> Sometimes you just get some of these players, especially in attack. You know they're never going to start. But just to get, to save yourself how much some is, money. How much is Rondon, by the way? How much is Rondon? I think it's about 6.2, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's too much for a player who's not guaranteed to start. Yeah. So. But um, another differential option for... Are we talking about the strikers yet or still the midfield? Uh, we're, we're now talking about strikers, so... Okay, another differential option for strikers could be um, the player for Watford. Dennis. His name again? Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, also, he's also a good option as well. And yeah. then there's Huang from Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah, signed from Red Bull. Basketball. Yeah, I told you about this one. You have to keep an eye on him, but we, we still don't know if he's going to be a guaranteed star or not. The moment he gets more minutes, I'm going to absolutely consider him for, for having him in my team. His price tag is also not that much, only 5.5 million. Yeah. He can be a very useful option as well. Yeah. So let's do a quick recap. The French shows, we talked about Gray, Ismail Assar as well, who I yes. think is a very, very good player for Watford. And in defense, you mentioned sports defenders as players to keep an eye on. If you're looking to step up in your leagues, then defenders are one place you need to have a particular eye on. Alexander Arnold, because of his attacking returns and as well the potential to keep a clean sheet. The Chelsea players as well. I think Chelsea have a very good potential to have clean sheets this season. But Alonso is a bit of a gamble. Someday, Tuchel is going to wake up and say he wants to play too well, who was a brilliant player last season. It's what it is so far. Alonso, the most informed player on the game. And he's still a bit of a risk. But um, if you're looking at having a Chelsea player to save some cost, then you could get Christensen. But if you're looking more at a player who is guaranteed to play all the games, then you can invest $6 million on Aspiliqueta or $5.5 million on Rudiger. Aspiliqueta, of course, can give you attacking returns because he plays at right back sometimes. But um, Rudiger is just destined to start all the games, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but Aspiliqueta right now is playing as a third centre-back in a 3-5-2. Yeah. So, but James has a red card, so Aspilicueta yeah. is going to play in his position. Yeah, as I've said before, having defender option from Chelsea can be a little bit risky. The only guaranteed ones are probably Rodiger and, I don't know, Christensen. Because I made the mistake of getting Ben Chilwell at the beginning. I thought that he's going to be a guaranteed starter, but it turns out Alonso was there and it was a big mistake. I, I, I had uh, Chilwell for the two rounds at the beginning and he blanked of course because he didn't play anyone having someone from chelsea defense is a risk except for probably rudiger and even mindy is a risk because sometimes he can be replaced by kepa so let's talk about the captain choices for the next round of course the big three are probably salah ronaldo Lukaku. Fernandez, if you still have him say that again if you still have fernandez i think that's yeah. a good captain fernandez, option yeah as well. true fernandez also can be a very good option someone 
from Spurs, maybe Harry Kane, if he's guaranteed to start. Well, he's a perfect he's gonna, option, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be a very good option as a captain as well. So he's. What are you doing, though? What are you doing? Uh, I prefer not to say. <laughs> okay, well, for me, I'm actually sticking with Salah as my captain. Yeah. Because um, I think he has a very good chance to get on, on the score sheet against Leeds because okay I might Liverpool, I might say this Leeds, I might only I might only yeah I might uh, I might only uh, talk about the, my captain choice it's gonna be Salah as well so always been reliable as a captain for the same reasons? for the same reasons for the same even last year against Leeds he, he he scored a hat-trick in the opening game Leeds is an attacking team defense is not as good as it should be it might be a scoring fest for Salah who knows so having Salah as your yeah. captain is probably a good option as well. Before we finish this podcast, I don't think it is complete without us talking about whether or not Ronaldo would actually start because people are trying to jump on this Ronaldo bandwagon. What if he doesn't start? Well, if he doesn't start, it's going to be a big blow for a lot of people. But I've heard that Solskjaer is going to seriously consider him as a starting option in his press conference. So... We'll see how it goes. Okay, um, teamwork makes the teamwork. We've come to the end of the episode, guys. Wherever it is that you get your podcast, make sure you are subscribed so you get notified every time we have new content uploaded. Basso, pleasure to do this with you, bro. Likewise, my friend, likewise. Take care. Yeah, so we are back with a new episode talking FPL from next week. This is going to be more regular. See you guys on the next one.